you're listening to Girls Gone Wild. This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is 125. Claire's here. I'm here in Claire's the flesh. Like in the, in I'm the actual in the building. studio. Claire the official studio. The it's so cool. I can't even tell you how lonely it was to sit at this desk when I do the intros for the pre-recorded episodes we did. And I'd sit here and I was like... <laughs> Oh, I know it's great. I have so much room now. I don't have like a big belly in front of me anymore. And I was hooking up some of the cords, and Claire was like, "I can bend over now. I, I can, can get that up for you. I can reach that if you need me to." <laughs> anyway, all right, we got a lot to talk about this week, and of course, this episode and all episodes and the podcast sponsored by Kalo Q A L O dot com, makers of the silicone wedding rings. So this week they have a huge Black Friday sale all through Cyber Monday. If you go to Q A L O dot com, they are having a site wide. 20% off everything. So that includes barbells for boobs rings, all their shirts, all their rings, all actually. All their new outdoor collection stuff, the Foxfire rings. The, Hung- the what, Hunger what, Games this, ring. Yeah, the Hunger Games rings. Photoluminescent. I always want to say Photo- bioluminescent, like jellyfish. Right. So speaking of barbells for boobs, yes. so they have the barbells for boobs rings. They're back. 20% of the proceeds from the Barbells for Boobs collection goes directly to the Barbells for Boobs uh, organization. Black Friday sales, 20% off site-wide at QALO.com. And then check out the new Barbells for Boobs rings where 20% of the sales of those rings goes to Barbells for Boobs. And as always, on your regular orders, you can use code GGW for 15% off. And that way they know that we sent you. And that means that you support us and we support you and everyone loves each other. Yay. So go to QALO.com. There's the yay, guys. You know what the yay means. She's back. She's back. (laughs) You missed it. (laughs) Okay, so can we like have a moment that you're back here and what is going on? I'm on on? the other side. I don't even know. Like, what day is it? Where am I? Joy has a little notepad in front of her, like she always does, about what to talk about this week. And one of the things says, birthday, Claire, because it's my birthday on Thursday. And I was like, oh, yeah. What day is it? (laughs) My birthday's in three days, and I did and not remember that at all. It fell not on Thanksgiving like, this year. Yeah. It was on Thanksgiving the year I was born. Oh, mm-hmm. how great is that? Yeah. And it varies because of the leap year. It's like every, like it was on Thanksgiving, I want to say like four years ago, but then it won't be on Thanksgiving again for like another seven years. But yeah, it's kind of fun when it's on Thanksgiving. That is I think fun. that's one of the reasons I like pumpkin pie so much because I associate it with my birthday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how's motherhood treating you? It's bizarre. You just got puked on right on the uh, before you came I, over. I got puked on right before I came over. I got pooped on earlier today. Um, explosive I, onesies are happening. Explosive pooping in the onesies are <laughs> happening. He went through three onesies yesterday. Oh, it's okay though. He's so cute. <laughs> well, we're it's still okay. kind of like trying. I mean, like we're kind of trial and error still just with the little thing. It's, I mean, it's the stupidest little things will make all the difference. Like whether or not a certain flap is facing a certain way on the diaper or something. <laughs> yeah. And then like next thing you know, there's pee everywhere. And you're like, what? You had a diaper on. Like the <laughs> diaper is dry and there's pee all over your back. <laughs> How does that even happen? <laughs> just kind of like, Bray and I are just looking at each other like, that seems physically impossible. <laughs> and, but it but it's not physically impossible. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. It's, it's bizarre. It doesn't feel real. It's, people are like, how's it going? I'm like, well, none of this is real, so it's going great. <laughs> it's kind of how you were when you first got pregnant. Yeah, like, exactly. No, I'm like, it's well, still this not is, real. Right. And like, 
pregnancy eventually became real and that took like eight months and then the last like month it felt really real so maybe that i think it'll feel more real when he starts interacting more because right now like he's just starting to make eye contact and he's almost smiling in like he's smiles but not in like the emotion way to anything. He's like, yeah, he just, just has gas or something yeah. he does his mouth his the corners of his mouth just turn up you don't even really i wouldn't even call it a smile but so for the time being it's just sort of like there's just this thing in my house that I'm taking care of and like he's really cute but I don't really feel like a particular there's this thing in my house I'm taking care of drunk yeah it, yeah. it still kind of feels like I'm babysitting and like I and like we've talked about this right I kind of expected to have this warm fuzzy right. reaction right and that's first of all really just not me but the more right. that I talk to other moms the more they're like yeah you know that moment of like the moment the first moment you see your baby <laughs> right. your whole life changes like that doesn't really happen to a lot of people yeah and so right. I'm kind of just like I've had to kind of the first couple weeks which are now basically but so he's he was four weeks old on Sunday and the you know they, I can't they, believe it's been I know weeks. it's been four it's weeks so it's so crazy they say, like, when you leave the hospital, they say, okay, if after two weeks you are still, like, an emotional wreck, you know, if you feel like you're not starting to even out, then you, that could be postpartum depression and you need to call us and let us know. And, you know, they give you this sheet that's like, here are the things that could mean you postpartum depression. And one of the things is, like, not feeling a strong connection to your baby. And I was like, well, guys, uh, I don't know how I have that. <laughs> so should I call? I need to make a phone call. Right, exactly. It's not like if you, it's like, it, you know, it's not like a list of 10. And it's like, if you have five out of 10 of these, it's like, if you have any of these, I'm like, this seems like a pretty that's pr- that's, vague that's ridiculous. description. Yeah. And, you know, because it's not like I'm like looking at, you know, it's not like I'm like rejecting him. No. Yeah. You, I that's just, it's like you being you. You're just right. kind of like, oh, cool. Like, oh, this, is, this yeah. is just my life now. Right. And so I really, for the first two weeks was like waiting. For, I thought that was part of like the quote unquote baby blues that like, I wasn't feeling connected with him because I was like having still in this like emotional whirlwind. And then I still, and not that I'm not like feeling connected with him, that I'm just not feeling like this warm, gooey, well, whatever. Because everyone's telling you like, oh my gosh, it's yeah. going to be amazing. I think that you have like a more warm and gooey response to him than I do. <laughs> I, I talked to him a lot in my Marge Simpson voice. Oh, he's so cute. But like when oh, people, when I go see him, they're like, oh my gosh. And they just like zero. I don't know. Yeah. But like for me, it's like a different. But that's your personality. Yeah, And so true. there's like, no one's expecting you to be like, all of a sudden, like, goo goo gaga. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally baby talking. Yeah. Right. So anyway, but it's, it was, it's been interesting to have to like kind of accept that that's not going to be my experience. Really? Yeah, because I really thought that. I don't really even think that I went so far as to expect that from me personally. Right. I just thought that's what happens to everyone because everyone, right, you know, like in the last couple weeks of my pregnancy were like, everything changes the moment you see your baby. Right. And it's like, you're just this, like, you can't imagine what that kind of love feels like and you love something more than yourself and all these things. And it's like, I but mean, is that just their personality, the people that are saying this to you? Is that in like their... In a way, yeah. But I, like, I heard it from so many different people sure. who have different personalities. But okay. I thought, oh, this is just the universal experience. Even Everyone... personalities like yours? Yeah, maybe not, not that quite. Like, yeah, I'm just I saying like, think... you're, you're just like very cut and dry. Like, Yeah, this is how it is. This is how it is. Yeah. And so maybe not to that extent. But I think I just assume like that's, how, that's everyone's experience. Right. You see your baby and you just melt to the floor. Right. And I also think because, like, the first couple hours of his life were a crazy whirlwind. Oh, he was, my like, gosh. Because he blah, blah, blah. I don't know. So it's kind of realizing, like, okay, that's not going to be my experience. And I have to just be, like, okay with that being normal. Right. Has been – and really less of, like, coming to terms with – I'm not disappointed that I'm not 
that emotionally, whatever, but just sort of having to was, tell myself like this is okay you know and it was other people's expectations right and other people's projections right of like this is what's gonna happen and so like having to think okay there's not something wrong with me that this isn't happening no I and don't I, have de- i'm not depressed i'm just not that type of person i see it happening to you in a different way because i would never i didn't even i never thought you'd all of a sudden become this like yeah like crazy right. oh my goodness right but you're a mother and you're doing it so well like that to me is the perfect response to having a baby and like you're like taking great care of him you're a great mom you're just like you're doing your thing it's just funny like i remember when i first got pregnant and i was talking to ilsa at jay and i was like you know those first couple of weeks like are they as bad as everyone says and she was like honestly you just hit the ground running so much that you don't even have time to think about what you're doing. Right. And that really is what it is. Is It's like, yes. people are like, oh, you know, like you seem like you've adapted so easily. It's like you literally don't have a choice. And so you don't even have the time to assess like, okay, what am I doing here? It's just you're, you just have to do it. Yeah. So it's yeah. been interesting. And he's, he's been really easy. Oh my gosh. He's so calm. And like, he's such a good baby. Yeah. He's really, um, what's we're looking for? Not docile, because that makes him but seem like kind of... <laughs> but he's just really mellow, mellow. Yeah, he's so mellow. He's really mellow. So it's been good. He's the cutest. And he's, he's really cute. So freaking cute. Mm-hmm, that and helps. It, and it's it's funny. People are like, oh my gosh, your baby looks is so cute. Good job. I'm like, what would you say if I had a really ugly baby? <laughs> That's true, because you can't really control that. Right. <laughs> so <Exactly. laughs> I'm like, thank you. Yeah. He's like uber cute. I was telling Claire, I'm like... I don't mean to be over exaggerating here, being kind of crazy Aunt Joy, but he is like so <laughs> cute. And like, there are some babies you see where you're like, oh, they're oh, just like, he's so little. <laughs> Look at the noggin on that one. Yeah. His eyes are so far apart. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to that nose? Yeah. Hmm. Wow, he must have had a rough ride out of the body. <laughs> Although. Miles' Miles head was did. pretty hilarious. Oh, he the had first. like a little black eye, like almost like red on his eyes. Yeah, it went, and his the oh. left side of his head got really squoze. And so his like left ear was sort of misshapen for all. And his like, <laughs> even still, like when he is just waking up, his left eye doesn't open all the way quite. And he kind of has, I have to like kind of open it. <laughs> Let me help you with that. Because <laughs> his the left side of his face. Well, because he had his hand up by his head, yeah. up, up by his face. That's right. Out. Oh. And his head was like all cone headed out. Yeah. Anyway. And he has like the largest head. He his head is off the charts. Yeah. I'm like no wonder it took me like two weeks to be able to walk. Yeah. Normally. How are you feeling? I'm doing pretty good. I'm finally I feel like I kind of like got over the hump a little bit coming into this week. Like I feel like crossing the four week threshold actually meant something. But even just a couple of days ago, I was already starting to think like, you know, when I first heard like oh you can't you're really not supposed to do anything for the first six weeks other than just take walks around the block like you're not even really supposed to go for hikes you're not supposed to do anything that would really raise your heart rate yeah mean it would have like meaningfully raise your heart rate by anything and so um when I heard oh six weeks I was like that seems like forever yeah but now I'm like I don't know if I'm gonna be ready in two weeks Ooh, to really get yeah it. I mean I already I'm like I need to go to the chiropractor there's so many things I need to do yeah but it's a lot. Is your pelvis still hurting? Yeah, my like, pelvis is still whack. <laughs> it's just, <ugh>. but <laughs> yeah, but it's just like you, you're, you have no resources yeah. to recover. Yeah, because you go through this whole thing, and then you're just right into not that's, sleeping, not really eating. That's right. Yeah. yeah, where your body's like, hello, I'm trying to use this energy to heal what just happened down there. Right. Yeah. And all over. And all over. And I just remember like 
also the first I don't know if I've already talked about this or not because I'm in I have literally no idea. Yeah. But I can't tell you how many times Claire's been like, if I've told you this story before, just stop me. I don't even remember who I told what. Right. I'm like, it's okay. You're fine. But so guys, if I've told the story already, just stop me. But the last couple of days of my pregnancy, I remember just being so focused on not being pregnant anymore. And I was like, I just need to get my body back. I just feel huge. And like my whole life is just being pregnant and like I can't walk and I can't, you know, all these things. Right. And then the first like week of postpartum was way worse than those last couple just miserable days of being pregnant. At one point, my milk was about to come in. So my boobs were really hard and really, really painful. Hard as rocks. And yeah, my boobs were hard as rocks. (laughs) They really were. And I was it was like two in the morning and I just like was really uncomfortable and so and I like just gone up to go to the bathroom and it had been really really painful and so I just put like three inches of hot water in the bathtub and just sat there and then I got a towel and just got it in the hot water and just laid it on my chest and Miles started crying and so Brandon (laughs) brought him in and he was like are you okay and I was like I just never thought that I would cry like as a grown woman from peeing (laughs) And it's happened, like, a lot. <laughs> like, every time. <laughs> like, the first week that you go to the bathroom, you're just sitting in the toilet, just, like, it's, like, scary. When you oh. feel like you you have to go to the bathroom, you're like, no, no, oh. no. No, don't make me don't do make me go to the bathroom. Which, normally, peeing is such a gratifying experience. Yeah, it is. And then no. to be upset about it is so And torture. don't even get me started on pooping. Pooping oh. for the first week was, like, literally, like, no, don't make me do oh. it. Please don't make me. Is it just, like, the bearing down that Yeah, all and, of it? Well, and also, like... Think about like my entire abdomen was taken up oh. by the baby. Yeah. And then that first, those first couple of days, everything's kind of like going back into place. Mm-hmm. And so just the consistency of everything is really up in the air. And then like <laughs> the questionable. first, yeah, the first day, this is so TMI, but the first day after I delivered, I had to get a catheter twice uh-huh. because my, and they, they, oh, yeah. they released a liter of pee <laughs> each time because my bladder suddenly had so much room that I just didn't feel like I had to pee, even though a liter, of, <laughs> like it was about to literally like burst. And I was like, they, they, and I couldn't pee. Like right. I couldn't make it happen. And they would give me a catheter and they'd be like, wow, you really didn't feel it. Like you could push on my stomach and it would feel like it was full of water. And I was like, yeah, no, I didn't feel that. <laughs> There's just so much room. (laughs) So much room. I could just load it up. Yeah, exactly. I'm just, well, and also, you know, I was like having, getting IV fluids and all that. But but yeah, that first week, I just remember being like, I thought this was, I thought I was going to get my body back. And so since then, like. I just remember you saying, you're you're telling me that story and you're like, is this my life right now? Yeah. (laughs) Like, this is where I am. I'm I'm crying on the toilet at 27 years old. At two in the morning. At two in the morning. And I'm not drunk. (laughs) Yeah, Oh, that would have helped so many things. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. So that was fun. But yeah. once my milk came in, I was like, all right, I'm over the hump. Like nothing, yeah. uh, you know, apart from getting a, an infection or something, which thankfully I haven't gotten anything yet. It's like, all right, nothing else. Like I'm, all the painful things are behind me. I can like recover now. So in the last like two weeks have been better. And yeah, it feels good to be on the other side. I think four weeks. You're kind of like, okay, it doesn't feel like it's been four weeks. It feels like it's been like a day. Really? But. You've been getting outside and taking walks with yeah. them. And but it still is just like, I don't know. It's what crazy. day is it? What day is it? Yeah. How many hours did you clock breastfeeding the other day? Oh. Like or every day? Every day. It's like, it's between like three to three and a half. Yeah. Just straight time on the boob. Yep. Not they have apps for everything they these have days. App, the, oh my gosh. The app I use is the best. 
What's it called? It's it's literally just called Baby Feed. Mm. I love it. If you are in the market for a good <laughs> breastfeeding app, that's my fave. It's good to know. Yeah. You anyway. never know. There's people out there that are yeah, listening and they are that are pregnant giving or birth. have babies and yeah. And the the icon is a sort of like weird psychedelic boom. Let me see. Let me see it. Where is On it? On the bottom left, right, right. It's <laughs> that's like a, so weird. It's like a psychedelic. It does boob. look like a psychedelic boob. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, don't judge it by its <laughs> icon. Oh well, it's good to have so you back. That's my story. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to have you back. Yeah. Thanks. And Miles will be making an appearance soon. Yeah. I hope. Once he stops hope. vomiting on my face. Yeah. <laughs> Which might be never. <laughs> we may even get a Miles fart appearance. Oh my gosh. That would be amazing. <laughs> That'd be quite it's unreal. <laughs> quite the cameo. Like your intestines are only like this big. How just, do you have so much air in there? It's and... still happening, right? Oh like, yeah. He's still doing that. Yeah. It's it wasn't amazing. just a one day thing when I was phase. ever. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. Still lots of farts. So you're excited to get back into CrossFit? Yes, I am. I think I'm probably going to have to, I mean, I'm not just like run in and start doing wads in two weeks by any means. No. But I think the first thing I'm going to do is just spend a lot of time focusing on rebuilding my core. Um, is there like a plan for that? Like a postpartum I workout? Um, I, I saw birth fit. Yeah, birth fit is the thing. And it's like a They left company. a comment on our Instagram. Yeah, it's, Um, I want to say... I know, it's like some CrossFit athlete who owns it, I think. Or she's a um, chiropractor. I don't remember where she's based out of. I want to say California, maybe. Anyway, she's a chiropractor and she started this company called BirthFit where they really focus on Healthy pre, pre and, and postnatal workout tips and seminars and things like that. And so they have a postpartum sort of workout plan that's like an ebook. So I'm going to probably look into that. And it just would be interesting to kind of see what what you should do. Because the other thing is that I still have a lot of relaxin, which is that hormone oh, yeah. that like does exactly what it says what right. it sounds like. So I still have to be careful. And you your body really has still has a lot of that until you stop breastfeeding. And so um, I still need to be pretty careful for the next couple months about just loads and everything. And I mean, like we talked about before, I really haven't done a full RX wad in almost a year. A year. It's going to take a while to yeah. get back into it. I'm think the thing like I'm trying to think about it in terms of like okay, I would like to be back to where I was by the open of 2017. Okay. That's so a good like, goal. I'll just over a year get back to, you know, yeah. being able to do so, all do all that stuff. Right. So hopefully that'll be realistic, but hopefully I'm able to be that patient with myself and yeah. not feel like I'm just like miserable. We'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> Anyway. You're probably going to hate wobbles just as much. Oh, yes. Yeah. Especially because the whole last year I've gotten to use the like 10-pound wobble. Right. Yeah. Now you're like, Now I'm going to have to use the 14 and it's going to suck. Yeah. Boo. You have that to look forward to. <laughs> Let's talk about your competition. Yeah. The speaking, turkey challenge. Speaking of wobbles, they speaking did use a 10-pound wobble for that competition. Oh, that's nice. But they had a really high target, oh, so that that's sucked. Unhelpful. But it was... So I can't remember how much I talked about this on the podcast. Did I really mention it much? No, you didn't because you were so nervous about it. And I feel like part of you was like thinking. You yeah, were that's my <laughs> MO is I don't talk about things that I'm scared of. So I just all of a sudden after they're over, then I'm willing to recognize yeah. that it happened. So I uh, <laughs> recognize that. Right. Kind of like the marathon. Still having <laughs> nightmares over that one, which, by the way, Carly from CrossFit Undeniable. <laughs> she. Her and her husband, who are oh, the, your CrossFit the CrossFit spirit, animal. spirit animals. They're so cute. You guys are the best over there. You, it's like, it was the greatest. 
she runs like 50 marathons a year. Not really, but she's ran a ton in her life and she's only like 26. So they were talking to me at the gym at the, I went to their three year anniversary party. Thank you guys again for inviting us. I uh, was talking to her about racing and she goes, yeah, I'm going to run another marathon next spring. You should train with me. And I was like, sure. What am I saying? (laughs) What? No, no, no. No, Joy. No. No. Just say no to marathon. no. But she's so cute. And I like want to be friends with her and run with her. And I was like, I think I bet I bet that she would be your friend, even if you didn't run a marathon with her. Word vomit. Word vomit. I was like, yeah, let's do it. No, this is how this is how things happen. Yeah. This is how I ended up running marathons where my friends like, there's a group on, let's do it. I'm like, okay. Anyway, so uh this is how you get ants. Uh, that writes from Archer. From Don't what? It. It's a TV show. Okay. It's a terrible never... awful, no good, very a bad couple... TV show. Okay. Brandon loves it. I think it's stupid. Okay. Anyway. I don't even remember what I was talking about with the... Oh, so this is how it happened with the turkey challenge as well, is I... Coach Mike, who we love, he's like our favorite in the whole wide world, but Coach Mike has a lot of faith in us. And he, yeah. In a, but like wonderful faith <laughs> Wonderful faith. Like he didn't he tell you he yeah, was going to get a muscle? Yeah, one day he was like, you're going to get a muscle. This is the old J. So this was like two and a half years ago. And he's like, you're going to get a muscle up today. I was like, I literally don't have a pull-up or a ring dip. <laughs> But okay. And one time he told me, he was like, okay, I see you going to regionals. And I, yeah. And so I was like, cute. I don't even see you going to regionals. <laughs> but I, but I love that you see me going to regionals. And someday I'm going to go to regionals and Mike will be like, see? And I'll, it'll be like, I will be in like the 55 and over master's category. And Mike will be there and he'll be like, I told you you're going to go to regionals. 25 years ago, I called it. <laughs> he's so great like that. He's he is. So, he's he has wonderful. so much faith. Like, so the first watch. So anyway, so he signed. He didn't sign me up. He said there he was a team. He encouraged you to he sign up. He encouraged me because there's a team at the other gym he coaches at that needed a girl. So I agreed. And it was great. It was a really fun weekend. It was freezing. But the first wad was a max clean and front squat and then max pull-ups. Ugh. So you had six no. minutes to do each movement. You had so you three had to, attempts. Wait, so you had to do a full clean and then an additional front squat? Yes. Oh, wow. A full clean, then an additional front squat. And <laughs> my max clean, probably six months ago, I haven't really done it right. since then, was 155. And Coach Mike's in there and he's like, okay, so I want you to load 125, 135. No, what do you say? 125, 145, 165. I'm like, you are high. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then you're going to get a muscle up. This is exciting. Yeah. Like, God bless him. I love him so much. But I was like, you get out of here and go, like, have a pot brownie because you're so. Stop. Yeah. Stop snoring. It's not even, he's not even on, like, the CrossFit Kool Aid. No. He's on, like, the CrossFit cocaine. I think uh, Dave Castro's on CrossFit cocaine. Dave Castro deals CrossFit cocaine (laughs) out of the back of his CrossFit van. It's outside our house right now. And the show's over. His hair is so greasy. It's full of secrets. And Coke. <laughs> oh, no. That's not gray hair. <laughs> Those stripes are not gray hairs. All right. Bring it back. And we're back, everyone. That was a commercial break of laughing about Dave Castro. So Mike is on CrossFit cocaine. And uh, he, yeah, so he's like warming up with me and basically was like, yeah, you're going to clean 165. <laughs> and then front squat it. Yeah, and then front, front squat, squat it. 
Anyway, so I did 145 was my final answer on that wad. And I was somewhat disappointed, but not really. It was so funny because that were anywhere, anytime there's a max clean or a What's max, max anything. Front squat? Max front squat is 180. Oh, okay. I thought it was. I, okay. But I've it, never yeah. cleaned clean that yeah. much. So That's... I, yeah, and my cleans are horrible. So I was stupidly disappointed, even though I had no reason to be, because it's not like I was lifting and cleaning a ton every day. Uh, then the max pull-ups was you had three chances to do max pull-ups. Did you add them together? Yeah, or was like, it was oh, cumulative. Okay. So it wasn't like you had three attempts. No, you had three chances to do as many as you could. No. And once you dropped off the bar, the fourth done. time you were done. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so fast forward the day. The first day was so so cold. Freezing. It, it snowed freezing. and was freezing. We got there and my team was like, we're not doing the floater today because it was an obstacle course outside yeah. and we we're just like, yeah, we're not going to be climbing around in the snow. Thank you very much. It was kind of a miserable experience on the first day because it was so cold. Didn't they said it? They like started the competition late because the roads are so they icy. They did. And, the roads yeah. were icy and they have, it's a beautiful facility. Yeah. It's up in Broomfield and it has this huge tarmac. They're literally in an airplane hangar. Yeah. And so, the literal like municipal ooh, airport. Exactly. So they have this huge open space behind them that That's they... That's supposed to be like part of a runway. Yeah, it's really cool. So they have all this space, but the entire back that they were had set up was covered in ice. It basically looks like a gigantic parking lot. Yeah, I posted a picture of it on our Facebook page. Yeah. I was like, so the first day, great. And I was so glad we went later in the afternoon and by then the ground had dried. Yeah. But uh, it was still really cold and everyone was just working out in their caps and hoodies and cold weather yeah. gear. Uh, and it was a fat bar, so the wad was a rowing and overhead squat ladder oh, with a fat bar. Your hands are like frozen. Your hands are frozen, Ugh. and you have to pick up a fat bar yeah. and do overhead squats with it. So that was, that was really fun. Um, second day was great. I felt so bad for the poor vendors the first day because it was so cold. No one was really outside in oh, Vendor Village, and they so were all just standing there freezing their asses off, freezing their butts off, Ugh. and the wind and all nope. you but vendors. The second day was like sixty degrees because Colorado. Because Colorado, so the second day was great. So we had three events on the second day. We did we did really well, but don't take a picture of me. We have to get a. I wasn't going to. <laughs> I hold my phone up like facing Joy and she's like mm. well I want a picture of us because it's don't the first time okay don't worry you're getting all emotional <laughs> I w don't worry I'm gonna take a picture of you okay so anyway it was really fun though because like the second day they had the doors open and the sun was shining and Nemo right you I wanna the sun is shiny the tank is clean <gasps> the tank is clean <laughs> Oh my gosh, we are really just going prime. off the rails right we're, now. We're in our prime time form. <laughs> anyway. I knew this was going to happen yeah, because you really. haven't been together. <laughs> oh, it's really not the same talking to you over the phone, yeah, by no. the way. Mm -hmm. It's like... When you were there, when was it? Because you came over when Brandon's mom was in town, right? Mm -hmm. And when you left, she was like, I bet you guys have a really fun podcast. You guys really just talk well, well with each other. I was like, is that your way of saying... That we didn't shut up the whole time Joy was here. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and we probably said a lot of things you didn't understand. Yeah, exactly. Also, sorry about that. Yeah. So anyway. I, I don't really have much else to say about it other than it was... The hardest thing about competitions for me is waiting. So you have to wait. Yeah, the so waiting in between. And you can't really leave because the parking was such a shit show that I didn't want to lose my parking spot. So there wasn't enough to like walk around and go to Starbucks or anything so you're kind yeah, of trapped there. Yeah, and it's not close there. to anything. No. So you're kind of trapped there. But it you was... You need to like call an Uber to come get <laughs> right. you and take you to Noodle. Oh, that thing. would have been a great idea, actually. <laughs> Probably one of the biggest Colorado CrossFit events, I would say. 
Yeah. yeah I think it's, it's probably it's definitely one, one of the, the longest older. running. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the pro division obviously was really cool to watch. You just watch these people and you're like, wow, I that's not even yeah. pro pro. Right. That's like the pro division for this local the competition. Global, yeah. And you're like, oh, the last wad was let's see. So we started with a 400 meter run. 30 synchronized deadlifts. So with your partner, which is really interesting. I've never competed as a team where you have to do synchronized movements. Yeah. uh, Which was really hard to do, especially because we didn't really work out together as a team. I kind of walked in and I had met them once before we did the competition. But you didn't like practice. Didn't really practice working out with them. You really have to. Synchronized deadlifts on your own bar or together on the same bar? On your own bar. So we were facing each other. Huh. Yeah. So we more or less had to lock out at the top or you know a full extension with your hips at the top and then we could go back down and you didn't have to do you didn't have to set it down at the same time but you had to you had to be full extension at the top at the same time and then they also had us and then we had to do another 400 meter run then we had to do a worm run with sandbags that were tied really close together so you can't run because your feet are too close together so we more or less had to walk 400 meters with scooch (laughs) it was so awkward i was like right up against my partner i was like i'm sorry (laughs) and then after that we had to do 20 bag facing burpees synchronized so that was really difficult i remember them doing that at the games and like everyone kept getting no rep for the burpees because they'd go down the wrong time and like yeah the key for these was we went down all at the same time as fast as we could and when all of our chests were at the ground someone would say up and then we get up yeah so they didn't care how we got down to the ground they cared that all of our chests were on the ground before we got up okay that worked well and we had a good we're one of the few teams that finished that workout which we were very proud of but it was hard oh it was really hard but the whole weekend was just a lot of fun the second day was so much better because of the weather and then we could go outside and like hang with the vendors and stuff all in all a good experience you know i don't love competitions like for me to do them i like to go watch them but man i just i get so nervous I know. <laughs> like a nervous Nelly. Which is funny. Because Everyone you're gets like nervous doing it, but I don't. competitive. Like you're one of the more like competitive people I know, and yet you hate competing. Yes. Like official competitions, I yeah. don't like doing them. I don't know what the, I like mean. The in, open. With the, huh? You like the open. Yeah, but that's like, I don't know. You don't really have anyone watching you. That's what I don't like. Yeah, I don't think I like people watching you. That's fair. But the funny thing is, is once you go out on the f- competition floor, you're not paying attention to anyone or anything. Mm -mm. So once you start, it's like everything disappears and you're just doing the workout. But I did a ski erg on the last one. Yeah, I saw your video of that. Never done a ski erg before, but that was one of the, we had to do a 3,500 meter ski erg. And so it was just like a bunch of rotations, wall balls, toes to bar, stick jumps, and then some rope climbs. So someone had to be on the ski erg the whole time. And so we kept rotating that out and... Yeah, it was tough. So the last one really went out with a bang. Yeah, Yeah. I think that'd be hard on your lower back. But the best part of that was the Denver Recovery Center was there. So I took full advantage. Compression pant things. Yes, those are the best. I always, I don't know why, but sometimes like after races or any CrossFit events, I always feel bad going to the recovery people because I'm like, I'm not really in pain, but. How about you give me recovery. a free massage? Yeah. So, but it was Denver Sports Recovery. I'm like, I know these guys. And so I was like, hey, guys. <laughs> and they, of course, like, don't remember They're me. Like, They're like, who are you? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm the weird girl that ran a marathon and came and hung out at your place for like three hours afterwards. And they're like, yeah, you and every other weird girl that runs a marathon. Yeah. Like, oh, one of these. But I had that weird, oh, I'm going to forget the name of it. It's some therapy where they literally walk on you oh yeah you said that they had that after the Kauai marathon yeah. and there was just this guy walking around with uh he had blankets everywhere and he just had like this bamboo stick and he was like walking on people and leveraging his weight awesome. on a bamboo stick 
And uh, this lady was doing that at the uh, event. So I had that done, which was amazing. And then the compression pants and it was great. So I feel pretty good using their services there. Yeah, I feel like you would need that if you were going to go into day two of a competition. Yeah. Thank you, Denver Sports Recovery. You guys are the best. So what are you going to do for your birthday? Claire's birthday is today as this oh, yeah. releases. What am I going to do for my Not birthday? Not today like when we record it, but it's today, today when like it releases. the 26th. When you're listening to these. I don't know what I'm going to do. We Brandon and I kind of went on a date last weekend, so that probably was our birthday date. Yeah, where'd you guys go? We went to the Rio in Boulder. Oh. One of my friends who lives up in Frisco, she was the brunt of me complaining about how I wanted margaritas for a lot of my pregnancy because we would always go to the Rio up in Frisco every time we go up there. Yeah. And then I couldn't ever get a margarita. And so I always be like staring at her and Brandon's margaritas. So she got me a gift certificate as like my, as like her present to me after I had miles, she got me a gift certificate to the Rio, oh, which was great. Such a good idea. Yeah. So we went to the Rio and then we went and saw the new Bond movie, which was okay. So oh. my favorite. Okay. Wait, who's in it? Like who's the actor in that Bond movie? It's the same guy, Daniel Craig. Oh, okay. The new one. Not Tom Cruise. I don't know why. Tom he's Cruise? He's in all the Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah, no. He's, okay. not, he's not a Bond. Daniel Craig. And then the villain is, oh my gosh, what's his name? He's the guy from, did you ever see Django Unchained? Nope. No? Nope. Yeah, it's, Sorry. I didn't like it. I had to watch it because Brandon. And then, have you ever seen Glorious Bastards? Nope. Yep, I had to watch it because Brandon. <laughs> A lot of things, a lot of things I had to watch because of Scott. And then I was like, nope, not doing this anymore. I don't think I've actually ever seen all of Inglorious Bastards. And I've only ever seen like the first half of Django. Anyway, he's I just want to say Jenga instead of Django. Jenga. (laughs) I play Jenga every day with my kids. Really? Yeah, I play it a lot. That's that's (laughs) hilarious. Because it's just like something you can do while they're talking. Yeah. Like gets their mind And they love it. Yeah. I play a lot of Jenga. That's so funny. Tiddlywinks. Is that what they're called? Tiddlywinks? Yeah. Like you flip it? Yeah. Really? Yeah, they love That's that. so random. It is very <laughs> Anything to get them talking. Brandon plays a lot of this game called Ticket to Ride. It's, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's about, it's like got trains in it. I don't know. It's Video kind of game. Like, it's kind of like Settlers of Catan. Nope. You haven't played Settlers of Catan? No, what is that? It's fun. It's a board game. It's sort of like a mix between monopoly and risk okay only if those two games were actually combined it would take like a month to play <laughs> <laughs> i know so it's like a lesser Wait, is version he playing of a video game or a board no, game? no no it's a board game okay yeah and uh t- but ticket to ride is like basically you get these cards and that tell you like the cities that you have to connect and so then you have to like get up build up these points and things to like build a railroad does he play it by himself no it- no with the, with the kids okay. <laughs> i was like wait at work at where work. are we playing I'm so confused. Okay. <laughs> Trains. Makes so much. I was like picturing him playing this by himself, by himself. while you're like breastfeeding. No, that would be weird. I mean, we have one at our house, but he, you can't play it by yourself. Anyway, <laughs> not important. Uh, he also plays games at work is what I'm trying to say. Gotcha. I'm trying I'm, to relate. I'm tracking you now. <laughs> okay, so but back to your date night. It was oh, good. Yeah. It was good. It was fun. Yeah, it was pretty good. But so that's probably what we're going to do. And then, I mean, it's Thanksgiving. So, like, we're going to yeah. go to my dad's house for Thanksgiving. Yeah, and have a party. And, and everybody will eat. And we'll probably sing happy birthday and light candles on a pumpkin pie because that's sometimes what we do. Yeah. Um, now, if someone was to ask you what you wanted for your birthday, oh what might... I want a nap. What? Oh. <laughs> Wait. oh I was like, Brandon, it's the four-week anniversary of the last time I slept through the night. <laughs> because the first night that he was born, oh, yeah. he was in the NICU. Mm-hmm. And so we got this, like, cheater night. Oh, yeah. Where I, we just both of us slept Passed for, out. like, 10 hours. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that was the last time I slept through the night. <laughs> <laughs> I just want a nap. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what I want. Okay. I also have been, 
like I have some ideas so I yeah I don't even (laughs) I'm at this point also where like I feel like I have no idea like what size I am in anything Mm -hmm. or like I'm still wearing my maternity jeans which are huge now yeah but my normal jeans don't fit and so I'm kind of wearing leggings sometimes so my mom was asking me about like I might have a job interview coming up and she was like what are you gonna wear I was like oh my god oh I have to go shopping yeah. and just guess. Yeah. Just grab like every size. Yeah. <laughs> like I might be like a, I'm definitely bigger than a six. I might be a six. I'm usually yeah. like a four. Yeah. I have no what idea. What do you need? Maybe you can borrow some of my stuff. <laughs> You're so tall. Oh yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I know that would not work. Mm, You're okay. like five inches taller than me. Yeah. All that to say that. My head is not in like the gift game. No. Brandon was asking that too. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> like, like a massage. It's my birthday. What then? day is this? Oh, I need to ask Scott actually because I want to get Brandon a watch for his birthday or for his birthday for Christmas don't, for Jesus' birthday. Be careful. Be careful asking him a question about that. I'm just warning you now. He's going like, to be sending me links yep. every day for the next two weeks. Can yep. I just be like, Scott, here's my credit card number. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, he will. Here's he, my he budget. Takes these, he takes these missions. The very seriously well i need serious help <laughs> okay because be careful what you wish I forgot for my son's name the other day so. <laughs> miles yeah miles Quick. that sounds like yeah thank you write that down uh, <laughs> oh my gosh anyway uh, no wonder people tattoo their kids names on their yeah, hands seriously that's a good point what's it um uh, bicep uh <laughs> Anyway. How did we get on 90s things the other day? Oh, because you were talking about glitter. Oh, yeah. Why? See, these are the important things mm-hmm. that I remember. <laughs> so glad. Yeah. Did I remember my own child's name? Totally remember that we were talking glitter about glitter. and leg warmers. Yeah, because Joy at the competition was like, Yeah, we're glitter the second day. All the the glitter brings all the boys to the yard. They really do. And I was like, Do you remember those roll on scented glitter sticks that you would get like Claire's? Oh yeah. And I it smelled would, horrible but so good but when you're so that good. yeah. And I would roll it all over my face. <laughs> you did? Not like a hundred percent eyeballs. But like I'd I'd put it like in a circle <laughs> around like the perimeter of my face. What? Yeah. And then I would like put it around my eyes, like uh, above my eyebrow and under my eye. So, <laughs> yeah. So you look like a ghost. And then like a little on my neck. <laughs> and I always had the blue kind. So I probably looked like I was like vaguely hypothermic. <laughs> and then eventually. Is this the same year you try to do Gwen Stefani and put your hair No, in, like... that was different. Okay. So glitter sticks were big when I was in like, I mean, you have to remember I'm 10 years younger than you. So like. Right. I was in like fourth grade when that was a big deal. And right. fourth grade makeup application is like, where else can I put it on my exactly. body? And so, yeah. and I would get like the kind that looked like a gigantic glue stick what, that had like a roller. What year were you, were, how old were you when you were allowed to wear makeup? Like I didn't have age? a rule uh-uh, because okay. I didn't really ever want to wear makeup. Yeah. And I don't think my parents considered like a scented glue stick full of glitter. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, that's an art project. Yeah, exactly. You know. Just do whatever. I don't know what's going on over there, but proceed. <laughs> You're like the happy Gilmore teacher, like yeah. rubbing it on your face. <laughs> yeah, and just eating it. Yeah. So I don't think that they really thought that was me trying to like look grown up. It was like, oh, you're just literally painting your face with blue glitter. Do whatever you need to do. <laughs> Smells like blueberries. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Every fourth grader's dream. <laughs> yeah, and then I had vanilla body spray that had glitter in it. <laughs> For someone who doesn't wear glitter now, you were really into really it. Really like- into glitter in like 1998. <laughs> So into glitter. Yeah. Um, I didn't really jump on that train till probably grad school. <laughs> so 
so bad. I mean, I pretty much exclusively shopped at Claire's and and like <laughs> what was their their other store, Icing, which was like the same I, thing as Claire's. Yeah. Did you have contemporary casuals? Contempo yeah, but that, I was too young even for that. Okay. I shopped at like limited two. Oh, oh. See, I was so jealous of people who got limited two because I didn't have that. Yeah, limited yeah. two and like wet seal. Mm-hmm. I was a forever, no, not forever 21. Forever 21 was like college years when you had to yeah. buy a slutty outfit for one night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I just met that. I used to go to Forever 21 for um, like homecoming. What, like when we started dressing in theme for things. Like when oh, we got, yeah. when we were like juniors and seniors and it was like cool to go in theme. Right. We would go to Forever 21. Oh, and you know the other, we would go to Forever 21 literally same exact thing to get like a slutty top for one night right because there was a 16 and over club in denver called treasure island <gasps> and 16 and over 16 and over but there was no age cap oh so much so, illegal activity so many gross old men ew. looking back ew like a bunch of 16 year old girls a bunch of like 40 year old men really gross we only went like twice but yeah thank goodness the internet really wasn't a big deal back then yeah That's, yeah <laughs> yeah no that would have been bad gross Anyway, so we were talking about glitter and we were like, we should just do like a 90s episode. And I feel like we've probably, it's already been like 45 minutes, yeah. but we could still. We, why don't you guys submit your favorite 90s things? Because I'm already thinking of like, oh, let's see. I was in high school, junior high, high school. So you got like the, the got, meat of the 90s. I got the meat of the 90s. But I think of like Marky Mark and like Vanilla Ice. See, I was like Spice Girls and Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Oh, I love Backstreet Boys so much. I actually hate the Backstreet Boys. I loved NSYNC, but I and I was very loyal to NSYNC, and were I didn't really? like the Backstreet Boys at all because I thought they were a threat. Like Britney and uh, Justin's denim outfit. Oh How my gosh, was yes, that? amazing! But I didn't love Britney because I loved Justin, and I thought that she was a dirty whore. And she I was, was the gonna, enemy. I was going to marry Justin Timberlake, yeah. not Britney Spears. She was the enemy. Yeah. But what got you into Gwen Stefani with the that hair was in thingies. middle school? Okay. I was really into No Doubt in eighth grade. Okay. Like seventh grade too. I don't know. She just got me, you know. <laughs> and uh, I really wanted to be like a platinum blonde. Okay. And yeah. Can you imagine me as a platinum blonde? No. no. I would look, I would literally look like an albino person. <laughs> Wouldn't be able to see Wouldn't that be a good look? <laughs> I'd be like, where'd Claire go? <laughs> I would just be transparent. <laughs> Except for my oddly dark eyebrows. <laughs> like, why is there a floating pair of eyebrows? <laughs> No, that's Claire. She dyed her hair. Oh, it looks great. (laughs) Yeah, no. I did try Uh, to dye my hair once with that stuff that you get at Hot Topic that is scented. (laughs) I dyed it red. (laughs) Spoiler alert: already redhead. So I, but I dyed it like Crayola red. Oh, yeah. And it was like semi-permanent, so it came out after like a month. Yeah. But it smelled like cinnamon. It was lovely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I can't even think of the weird things I bought in the 90s other than just like, I don't know, like I, weird outfits. and. I basically went straight from Limited 2 to Hot Topic. Oh, really? See, Hot Topic wasn't around for me either. Yeah, I went through – like so my Gwen Stefani phase was very like Hot Topic-esque. And I wore a lot of micro buns. I would go through those like teeny tiny elastics. I would go through a pack in like a month. They break so easily. Yes, that's also the problem. <laughs> One time in a pinch, I <laughs> – this is like so amazingly eighth grade. I had braces and I had those like rubber bands that connected my yeah, front tooth and my back too. tooth. Yeah. And so I used those to make my microphone. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> it. Stop. So your jaw was like not placed right because you wanted microphones. I wanted microphones. Priorities, Stop Joy. <laughs> they were strong. Draw the line right there. They were strong. You did you put them back in your mouth? Ew. No, I did not. God, Joy, that would be gross. 
I draw the line at reusing hair accessories <laughs> in my mouth. But um, so I... we just did like thrift store shopping. We were too cool for sh- going to stores. We no. did. We were like thrift store. Reality Bites was like the biggest movie in high school. Oh, so we were like we wanted to be one on a writer. It was a yeah. Huge... That's way too old for me. Yeah. So we wanted. I... We would like go buy thrift store clothes, and everything was baggy and grungy and. I was yeah. I was post grunge like just barely post grunge yeah no I was more like I mean I guess I was like a little bit no I mean I definitely was in was flannel and like smiley faces and yeah. peace signs yeah but I wasn't straight grunge when did baby doll tees become a thing yes that was that my just era needed I was to die I was smack dab in baby Ugh. doll tees yeah Who started that anyway like Christina Aguilera bitches those sons of bitches yeah those no good sons of bitches <laughs> well that accelerated quickly. <laughs> No, that's, you know. I know, but you just kept adding on another word every day. <laughs> First they were bitches, then they were sons of bitches, and they were no good sons of bitches. Yeah, no, I'm pretty poor. sure it was like Christina Aguilera and or Britney Spears. Yeah, I remember uh, Jeannie in a Bottle when that uh, came yeah. out. Changed my life. Um, I, I like, did a dance routine stop. in a dance competition at Boulder Nights to that song. Boulder Nights, in case you were wait, unaware. Wait a minute. Oh. You did a dance routine? Let me and tell you. And then you also sang How Do I Live Without You. For two There's years in a row. so much I don't know. Yeah, so Boulder Nights, I say dance routine like I did this in front of people. Boulder Nights was this thing. It was basically like a like a tween nightclub that yeah. the rec center put on every Friday night. Yeah. And they would have a dance contest every week. And I did one to Genie in a Bottle once, and I won. And I remember because I was wearing, it was the first time that I was allowed to wear a spaghetti strap tank top. And it was pink. And that did it. That did it. That, and then I also won later at some point to my dance with uh, to Will Smith's Wild Wild West. There better be video of this. Oh, you, no, when you definitely go, not. Oh, Thank God nobody had no. an iPhone. <laughs> when you see John Hay on Thursday, I need you to see if he has some video of this. Either. <laughs> no, no, no. Not no. Even they the weren't singing? there. It was like, oh, the oh. singing. My mom might have video of the singing. Okay. It was, it was like you dropped your kid off and they went and like, did this thing at the rec center. <laughs> they didn't even know what you were they doing in there. They didn't know that I was breaking it down to Wild Wild West. But, Do you remember any of the dance moves? Uh, I remember that I did like the lasso. Of course you did. <laughs> you better have. And the genie in the bottle. You know, you do like the genie thing oh, with yeah. your hands a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm trying to think whether I'm Very amazing. interpretive. Very interpretive. <laughs> yes. And I, to my eighth grade formal, wore micro buns and a full forehead bindi. Mm, not just the one in the middle. So like great. went all the way over my eyebrows. Yeah, when you have it on your eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. It's yeah. a thing. Oh my gosh. That's how much I wanted to be Gwen Stefani. So great. I wore, and I would wear them like to school. Yeah. <laughs> I would just like put on my bindi and go to school <laughs> at Palatte Middle School in Boulder, Colorado. Probably very accepted there, though. Yeah, no one, no, no one, one really I think noticed. Everyone was no like, one questioned it. No probably. one questioned it, and I, if I did that now, I would be so embarrassed. <laughs> but as a thirteen-year-old, I was like, "F you! I'm putting on my bindi and I'm going to U.S. Society class. I'm going to language arts. <laughs> going to algebra with my I bindi." Hope, on. Is anyone still listening? By the way. As, are you just too caught up just imagining me in micro buns? Maybe the thinking of their own lives in the 90s. Yeah. I want to know what everyone bought and where they shopped. If anyone else was a thrift store person like me. Yeah. I mean, I was like determined to find the coolest cl- clothes at thrift stores. And I didn't really start doing thrift stores until high school. Yeah. That's amazing. We're out of time. So sad. I know. <laughs> so many more things to talk about. So yeah, send us your 90s confessions. Yeah, 90s confessionals. Happy birthday, Claire Bear. Yay, thanks. Um, I'm, I'm not going to tell you what I'm getting for... 28? 28. It's 2015. Yeah, I'm 28. Yeah. We are going to go... Sl- I'm on a sleigh ride to 30, Joy. <laughs> Join me. Join me on the sleigh ride. <laughs> well, it's been it's been fun, Claire Bear. It's nice to have you back. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I hope you guys uh, forgive us for this uh, welcome back episode. If it was just like us, we're not going to apologize. <laughs> so remember, if you like the podcast, or if you if you first listen to this episode and this is the first time you're listening to our you podcast, go back and try another you one. might want to give us another chance. <laughs> Just maybe. Or not, because this is who we are. Yeah. Micro buns and bindies and all. (laughs) You can rate us on iTunes, but please don't rate us based off of this episode. (laughs) Unless you loved it, in which case, yes. I read one review, which is so funny. I don't even, I think it was like a troll or something. And it just said, has its moments. (laughs) I'll take that. I'll I'll take that. I I will absolutely accept that review. That's all it said. But yeah, that's all. That's amazing. (laughs) Has its moments. But if you guys like the podcast, please subscribe. That gets us up on the charts. And I really, really want everyone to subscribe. Just subscribe right now because I need to know where we are on the charts right now. That's like my latest obsession. Leave us a review as well. That helps people find the podcast. And again, if you want to support the podcast, you can support Kalo, Q-A-L-O.com. And uh, I think that's it. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Go eat some turkey. All right. Bye.